Ravens and Chiefs have agreed on a massive trade, sending tackle Orlando Brown to Kansas City. So I love what they've done. This is a complete. Yep. This is a complete overhaul of an offensive line. I'm trying to win every single game. I'm trying to go 20 and 0, 19 and 0, whatever it is. Future is what Patrick Mahomes said, which is 20 and 0. Yeah, 20 and 0 made sense. Hello and welcome to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Um, it's been another not great week for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, not great, that's awful grammar, but yeah, it's not been a great week for Kansas City Chiefs fans. Um, back-to-back losses against the Ravens and Chargers. Uh, yeah, it's not been fun, has it, Neil? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, although I did see a stat earlier that said the last time we lost back-to-back games was weeks five and six of 2019, and we went on to win the Super Bowl that season. So, okay, yeah, from that point of view... Yeah, silver linings and all of that, yeah. yeah. But then Patrick Mahomes was injured, wasn't he? he? Yeah, he had a... That was the one where Cam Irving stood in his leg, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he had a kind we of a right. ankle for a few days. Yeah, um, but he was healthy and we lost two straight. Yes. Um, and tough as well against some, some important opponents that we that we really could have done with beating. One in the division, one as a conference contender. So if it comes down to seeding and we're still up there, it's yeah. going to be hard to uh, it's going to be hard to beat out those guys for the number one seed if we've lost to both of them. I don't see the Chargers being in that mix. Um, yeah, but in the division for the Chargers, yeah. more so the Ravens with the conference, but in the division for the Chargers, because I mean the form they're in, they could they could be they could be competing this year for for the division. So yeah, we can't. I mean, it could be. A- a four-way shootout at this rate. Like, yeah, I, I was watching. Um, well. Yeah, I was watching the BBC's um, NFL show late last night, and Jason Bell and Osio Omanura were on, and they were talking about the Chiefs, and they're saying, you know, they're not the team to beat in the AFC anymore, and 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 I quote, Denver are better than them, the oh. Raiders are better than them. Uh, the Bills are better than them. The Ravens are better than them. Um, they're real off like six teams in the AFC. I think this, they had the Chargers because the Chargers just beat us. So there's five teams uh, who were better than the Chiefs in their opinion. And I was like, I'm not sure I agree with that. Gosh, yeah. I mean, the Broncos opponents, their combined record is 0-9. Yes. None of, it was the Jets, the Jaguars and the Texans. I think. Uh, yes, that sounds familiar. Like, come on, I mean they're they've got a good defense and they 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 have been fun to watch. Teddy Bridgewater has been playing reasonably well, but it's Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, yeah, already in week four saying that they're better than the Chiefs is is it's laughable. Just I think it's it's fun watching all the stuff that's probably going to be brought back up on Chiefs Twitter later in the year. Yeah. Um, when things do, when well, hopefully when the uh, ship writes itself, um, because I mean it 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 should do to some degree. We should get back on track at some point. Um, yes, and we've, it, played I mean, th- we've played three really good teams. Yeah, There's oh no yeah, we have getting yeah. away from that. Yeah, but the only problem is that these teams are teams that we're probably going to have to face later in the year. It's either going to be these teams or the Bills that we're likely to see in the playoffs. Yeah, and we so, see them in. A week or two's time. Yeah, I think that is a, a almost a must-win game for the Chiefs if they want to have the confidence to compete in this conference. I mean, we've got to beat at least one of these teams. I mean, we I know we beat the Browns, but we 
scraped it with them. If look, looking back on it now, I mean, I know we were happy after the Browns win, but looking back on it now, we were so close to being 0 3. Yes. A against good punt. teams. A dropped in our punt, basically. Yeah, yeah. To go in 0 3 in our conference and one of so, them is in our division. It, I mean, I, I've named. We have to name the podcast each week, and I've named this one "No Time to Panic" in in deference to the new Bond film that's out. But um, <laughs> is it time to panic yet? I mean, are you worried? I think I'm not worried. I'm not. I'm not blowing up the ship and saying we need to start over. This is like the season's done for. Let's move on. It's there's always a chance with Patrick Mahomes on the centre. This is what I've said since. To the, like since the 2018 season, his MVP season, it's you've always got a chance. There's no point giving up if if he's still healthy and he's still on the field. I think there's always a chance of us being a good team. Um, I mean, just watching him, what he did with that 2018 defense was that Bob Sutton's last year. Yeah, like he he did some amazing things and and took us to the AFC Championship game. So you know, there's always a shot. But it's just whether all the other pieces fall into place, or at least some of them. And do you think teams have figured out how to defend against us now? Like, it's not. I've said this a few times on the podcast now. It's not about time of possession. It's not about running the ball. It's about the number of possessions you have compared to us, and like the the turnovers. If you've got 10 scoring opportunities and we're only getting six because we've turned the ball over multiple times, your chances of winning go up exponentially. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they've figured out how to... Like, I don't think it's like what people say for the past two years, oh, they've got the blueprint to beat the Chiefs or they've just given the league the blueprint for the Chiefs. Um, I don't think it's as drastic as that. I mean, it's just about... We've made a lot of mistakes this season. Especially in the Chargers game, where we had four or three consecutive turnovers and four turnovers in the whole game, and yes. it's so difficult to win a football game when you're making that many mistakes. It's almost like we're beating ourselves. Yes. Uh, obviously, we've come up against really good opponents, and they have played really well against us. Um, but I don't think it's all down to just that's it. We're figured out. We're we're, we're done for. We we've shot ourselves in the leg a lot of the times, um, and I think with a with a with a stronger with a stronger roster and, and, and limited mistakes I'd, or less mistakes, I think I think we've still got a shot to win any game we go into. But do you think teams are forcing us into those mistakes by the way they're defended? Like they're playing... To, I mean, the Chargers played with two deep safeties the whole game and said, you're not getting over the top of us. And then when we did pass short, they would swarm to the ball and there'd be at least one of the tacklers trying to punch the ball out. You know, they they were looking to to try and cause fumbles as much as tackle. Yeah, um, and I think I think Clyde Edwards has had a bit of an unlucky stretch. Um, yeah, in the past two games, I mean, obviously the big fumble at the end of the Ravens game, and he also lost a fumble uh, against the Chargers as well. So, like I said, when you're making that many mistakes, and obviously the the, t- the teams want to force turnovers, that's what every defense wants to do. Um, I just think they've just had an unusual amount of success with that recently. I mean, the Hill one as well in the Chargers game was a bit of like a uh, yes. out of character. I, I, I think that's that's the right word to use for, for how this offense is performing. It's out of character. Mahomes had a really silly pick that was just far overthrown, oh, and he was off balance when he was yeah. throwing it. Yeah, over over Kelsey's head, and that's just completely out of character. That's just not 
that's just not what he he does. That's not what he's done in but the past. But that's that's two weeks in a row where he's thrown bad interceptions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Interceptions from bad decision making. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's, I mean, it just seems so out of character for this team. Yeah, it is just so out of character for, for what he's like and his history and and what he's done so far in the league. It's just and and this is what I say when I say it, it it's us shooting ourselves in the leg. It's it's more so us just like why are you doing that? You don't you don't do that. That's that's never been your like your style being bad at football. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, like I said, the fumbles, it was the first two fumbles of Edward Solaire's career and they happened to come on back-to-back weeks and Hill's fumble was slightly out of character. That doesn't often happen. He usually holds on to the football quite well. So, yeah, I think we're making too many mistakes and it's, and it's costing us games, especially in, in close games like this because as soon as you start making the mistakes and you don't have a good enough defence to to make up for it and to give you the ball back and to not let the other team put points on nearly every drive. Mm. So uh, which defensively, which has been worse so far than this year in that the Browns and the Ravens ran the ball at will and the Chargers passed the ball at will and couldn't run the ball. I mean, they've both have resulted in a loss in both tactics. So which, which do you think hurts us more? I think the run games hurt us more this year so far. Um, I think Justin Herbert is is. Uh, I think it, it's it's getting to the stage now where it's like, yeah, this guy's genuine. This guy's is is he's good. Like, yeah, yeah, he's he's come out the gates and he's he's performing really well. I mean, four touchdowns, four passing touchdowns, and two, nearly three hundred yards of passing yards. It's. He, he's playing really well and we faced a really good quarterback and then the two weeks previous we faced really good running attacks like we've just faced really good teams and we haven't been up to scratch this year we haven't performed well enough um so i think it's it's been a while since we felt like this as chiefs fans like because it's we've had a really good spoiled. stretch but yeah yeah we are a bit <laughs> spoiled um but yeah it's it's, it's humbling it's, it's very much like okay we're not invincible like we have to we can't just go fling the ball about and, and everything will be all right. You can't just make no look passes and expect everything to be a fine hundred percent of the time. There's going to be, there's going to be obstacles and there's going to be things that are going to trip us up if we're not careful. That the no look things interesting. You say that because I, I, I was on the, the tweet machine during the game and I tweeted with the Kemp dropped pass that led to the interception I tweeted that it was a bad pass because it was high and it was behind him. And a lot of people said, yeah, yeah it's catchable. But it, it was Mahomes being a no-look to a wide-open yeah. receiver. If that's if he was looking where he was going, that's a touchdown. Yes. If you, he, if you look if at the look, higher angle of it, exactly. he, he, is, he can he can not walk to it. It's not exactly like there's no one around him, but there's definitely a, a like a, a feasible route to the end zone there once he's caught that ball. And if, and if Mahomes is looking at him, He's putting that that ball on the money. He's not missing he, at all. Yeah, he leads him with the throw rather yeah, than yeah. throwing it behind him. And, and it's much more catchable. And also the the rack op- or the yak opportunities after that. Yes. Is yeah, it goes through the roof. So because he was only on about the I'm going to say off the top of my head about the 15 yard line when it kind of went through his hands. I don't think the game book tells me where he dropped it. It just says that it was intercepted. Um, think um that's a fumble intercepted at the three no it just says deep middle in for kemp intercepted by samuel at the three 
It was probably it was around good, the... It was good for, well, it, the, the line of scrimmage was, a, was at the 29. So, yeah, I reckon around the 20, probably. Yeah, I just said... Yeah, I'm going to plump around the 15 there, I think. Mm. But... But still, you, you're, you're red zone, regardless yeah, of you, whether it's one or the other. Like, you're still in the red zone, and there's still a, not a lot of defenders around you. You could, you could make something happen and get into the end zone there. And if he was yeah. just looking where he was throwing, that's... It's a good opportunity for a touchdown that, that then turned into a turnover. It's these things are just silly mistakes, and they're stuff that we normally get away with. We normally like because he's done it. The no look passes it's happened before, and it's happened well against yeah. the Ravens. So it's it's like it's these out of character things we're doing that are just costing us. So, do you think these things are easy to um, to kind of like overcome and change? I think. Andy Reid needs to go into the locker room and say, "No, no bullshit." Pretty much, no, no trying to like put too much flair on it. Like let's let's execute. Let's focus on the execution and let's because we've become so accustomed to being a really good offense in particular that we do all this this fun stuff and and, and we make like riskier plays and we like fling the ball about because we think, oh, we're, we're, we're good enough. We can make that play. We've got Travis Kelsey. We've got Tyree Kill. Patrick Mahomes is throwing the ball. Like, we can do these things. But I think he needs to go in there and say to him, like, okay, let's let's bring it back to, to execution. Let's focus on... Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, having no flair on yes. it. Let's just... Yeah. Or not not no flair, but let's dial it down do the a bit. Do well. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't try to do too much. Let's stick to what we know. Let's stick to our offense and... and because if we're if we're focused and we and we can get back to those like the things we're best at, those flare stuff will will start to to come back as the confidence comes back. But right now we've been shaken a bit, so I think let's just go back to basics and and start our offense again and and let's go. I think there's a lot of talk like we about us being patient on drives, and I, I think we do just have to be we have to out patient patience the other team, you know that. If they yeah. want to let us run six yards a carry, then we'll do that until they try and stop us. You know, force them to make changes to us rather than us making changes to them. Yeah, and I think in turn that'll also it will help the it will help the defense as well because if we can start getting to a better rhythm of of, of scoring and and we can come back to form almost in the way our offense is firing puts the other team's offense in a difficult situation where they've got to try more because they've, they've got to execute better and they've got to go for it on fourth down and they've got to, or like fourth and long and they've got to not punt and stuff like this. So it helps our defense like, um, cause they can then start creating turnovers because they have to try and try longer passes and try all these different things. Yeah. So I think in turn as well, cause that's what's happened a lot of the time in, in previous games when offense has been playing well, forces the other team's offense to try and do some ridiculous stuff as well to keep up with us. And our defense can then step up and make plays, if that makes sense. Because if they've yeah. got all the tempo and they're just steadily grinding out these 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 games and they've got all the all the tempo and all the confidence, then our defense isn't good enough to, to match that and to, to best that. Yeah, I think we should panic the other team's offense. I think that's what I'm looking to say. Yes, that's really yeah. long. I realize how long-winded that was. <laughs> Force them into trying to keep up with us you know for, force them to try and take the chances they need to take to score a lot of points to beat us yeah essentially yeah yeah because what um, we've done in the past and it's worked yeah i mean it's 
it's not like we've suddenly like the the players haven't changed like there's nobody injured at the moment on offense they're all experienced players i mean you, you could look at wide receiver two you know we th- we thought that might be an issue before the start of the season and it it's, it's definitely become one. Is. Oh, I think it is. I think it's 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 a, not a big problem, but I think it's it's definitely doing what we thought it'd do. It's not performing as well as we thought it would. Yeah, but I mean, it's he's targeting so many other people. Like there were what was it eleven receivers targeted on Sunday off the top of my head. I want to say, like it. It's not like anyone is. Particularly in favour there, uh, Kels Hill had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, eleven players were targeted mm. with passes. Yeah, like that. I mean, we we can talk Josh Gordon if you like coming in. I don't know how much difference he's gonna make. I mean, yeah, yeah, I was worried about. That. I think it's 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 low risk. High reward is, yes. but there's, but the high reward is, it's not, it's not great odds. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on him coming in and, and completely turning this receiving group round. No, I wouldn't. Either. But I'm not, also, I'm also not complaining about the addition. Like we need it, and even if the, even, even if the veteran knowledge helps these other guys, help these younger guys, like, or having that competition helps these other guys to step up. It's, it's, it, it can only be a good thing. I don't think it can turn out consider yeah. like particularly badly. I think a, a, like a, a warning shot across the bows to say, like lads, what you've been doing hasn't been good enough, and yeah, things need to change and they need to improve. And if we need to bring somebody else in to give you more competition to make you improve, then that's what will happen. Yeah, um, and it's and it's big outside, down the sidelines, big play potential that we've been missing. Yes. Everything to this, to this well, everything. The large majority of the stuff that this offense produces is is crossing routes. It's Tyreek Hill yeah. across the back of the field, Travis Kelsey underneath. It's it's all these like fun routes that are going across the middle of the field, and there's there's nothing really like pushing the boundaries a bit at yeah. the moment. I don't think because a lot of because we don't have that big bodied receiver that that's quick enough and and we have enough confidence in to, to rely with those big throws down the field. We've got Tyreek Hill, who's great over the top and, and round the back of the, in between the safeties. You've got Kelsey who comes across the middle, but there's no one that pushes the offense out into the boundaries, if that makes sense. Yeah. It, it still just baffles me all the more than why we haven't made Clyde edwards Salem more a part of the passing game. Because if... The, there's only so many players you can like double cover if you're doubling Kelsey if you're doubling Hill then the single coverage everywhere and again you go back to Edward Tiller in college and like he was this pass catching whiz yeah I mean that's why we loved him so much well not yeah, loved him but that's that's why well, we were like we, okay. we we is a strong word to use then. yeah yeah um, we as in probably the organization I, I pro- yeah. should probably say because that's what he was known for that that was his yeah that was his game yeah my only thought is, is has it just not developed to the pro level? Like, has he just come in and just not been able to produce those sort of, like, for whatever reason, like the defences look different or, or they're just that next level up and he's just not been able to keep up with the receiving aspect of the game? 
I don't know. I mean, I was actually... but now, like, at the moment, that's all you can really assume because he's just not doing it. And if he's done it so much in college and he's just really not taken to it at the NFL, like, what reasons are there for this? Like, why? I don't know. And you look at the screen pass he scored the touchdown on. They, there's a good example of, like, the the things he's capable of, you know? He yeah, was yeah. Oh, ten, yeah. Ten yards untouched. Thank you very much. Yeah, he had a really nice touchdown, actually. That was, and that he was... ran better. I was more impressed with him running... Um, on Sunday than it had been, well, pretty much before, really. Um, you know, he was carrying guys with him. He, he was churning the legs. He looked He looked like an NFL running back. But mm. he, he just... It, it, that one's on coaching for me rather than him. I don't particularly blame him for not producing as much because he's not being put in a position to to make the most of the skills that he has. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because he's in such a, a deep, pass-heavy, offensive scheme that just likes going down the field and, and likes making these big shot plays. Yeah. And not being able to churn it out like like he has done, being able to like do these dink and dunk offenses down the field to where he can make things happen after he catches the ball. Yeah. It's a lot more vertical our, our passing game. But I mean, he did. But he ended that, average that, just under that in itself. Should yeah. then create the space for him to work in because if you're sending three guys downfield, like or three yeah. or four, let's yeah. say, say you're sending four guys downfield, he's gonna have some room to work in, and you don't have to take the downfield shot. You just have to get you guys to run downfield, and then kind of get the ball out to Edward Soler. But yeah, you're right. For one reason or another, it just. They're just not doing it. They're not. They're not trying to do it, and that's what puzzles me. Um, the most there, it's, it's the lack of the willingness from the coaching staff to play to your players' strengths. Um, that I I just can't grasp. Mm. Yeah, it is. It's, it's what I mean when I say it's it's a combat to the word again. It's, it's out of character. It's it's why aren't we playing to the strengths we normally play so well to to the, the players we've got and, and what they like to do and it's worked for us in the past so what's what's changed sort of thing but why is it just why is it doesn't look the same yeah, yeah I, I don't know it's strange <laughs> yeah it's baffling it, it is I, yeah, it's, it, I think it's, just... it's, it's part of the us just not being used to it either it's just being in, the, in this position just seems alien to us I mean yeah. like I've seen I've seen power rankings that have put the Chiefs out of the top 10 out of the top ten, I'd yeah, certainly have them out of the top five. Someone uh, put them eleventh uh, in a whose power ranking was it? I can't even remember now. Um, probably Preet Briscoe. He hates the Chiefs. <laughs> um, but yeah, just it. I mean, out of the, out of the top five is is like you said. It's I I personally wouldn't put us out of the top five just yet, but I can understand the argument for putting us out of the top five because I, I think that seeing the Chiefs team lose one-score games against good opponents is very different to watching other teams lose close games against really good opponents. Like I think we're, ha- we're held to a higher standard because of our form. And so, because we've it, been they, they've been... Super Bowls. Yeah, it, yeah that, that has played a part on and three consecutive AFC Championship games. Yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, it, I mean, we lost one point against a really strong... Baltimore Ravens team, and then six points against a really strong Chargers team. Patrick Holmes has still only had one loss 
that's been more than one score, and that was the Super Bowl, obviously. Yeah. And it's just like, and it, and suddenly we're, we're getting put outside the top five or the top eleven. I mean, we haven't been been in great form, but it's if it, if this was another team that you're looking at, you wouldn't be saying that that, that they've been playing particularly badly. Mm-hmm. You just say, oh, they've come up against some really really good guys. I mean, you can look at it from the other way and say it took four turnovers for the Chargers to keep this game close. Yeah. Like, if you don't have those four turnovers, they're on the receiving end of a, an absolute thwacking. Yeah. Um, and this is what I mean when I say we're just, we're, we're, we're kicking ourselves, or well, shooting ourselves in the leg. We're like, we've just, we like threw the game away in the first three possessions. Already you've, you've, you've turned the ball over three times and, and in those opportunities to score. And it's like, well, how, how can this team win games with a not great defense and a team that on an offense that just turns the ball over in its first three possessions, it just kills momentum and it just puts the game on such a back foot. You can't keep giving teams double digit leads and expect to win. Mm. If one of those turnovers was a touchdown, one of the first three possessions. Yeah. And, and, and just by looking at the points, we win by a point. We were that close to winning the game. If just one of those mistakes was instead of a touchdown, and if and if it wasn't and we and it's a field goal, we're four four points behind. Maths right? No, three points behind. Three points behind. Yeah, three and points then that behind. last drive then becomes going for a field goal instead of going for a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Which makes the game so much more man- manageable. Yeah. Just one of those possessions, one of those mistakes isn't, and it and it's and that could be as easy as look at the receiver when you're throwing him the ball. Because <laughs> that's a t- that, that could have been a touchdown. That could have been it. Yeah. And instead it was an inception because he decided not to look at the player to, to obviously to his idea is to keep defenders away from him. Yeah, confuse the defenders. But I mean, it started like, I don't know, I'm starting to think like how much is it that and how much is it Mahomes wanting to, to, to be that guy again and and, and be as incredible as he has been. Like I think he he wants I think he wants to make headlines. I think he he, he sees his name in headlines a lot of the times. And right, so he's such a good quarterback. But I think sometimes that does get the best of him. Yeah. Because he wants to just make these these big plays and and be all over like, you know, the the Twitter feed and and. How did he do that kind of throws? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He wants to keep that train moving, but if he just looks at him, it's a touchdown, and and he's just, and and we've put ourselves in a much better position, and that's why I said that Andy really needs to say to these guys, get back to what you know, get back to 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 being really good football players, and just cut the bullshit. Don't do all the extra stuff that doesn't need to be done. Let's just execute and just and just put string drives together and get in the end zone. If you've got the talent, you will win the game if you just perform. Like the fundamentals, well, yeah, um, because the rest will come from that. I mean, you look at we've got the Eagles this coming Sunday. We are a significantly better team than the Eagles. We don't need to to do anything spectacular to beat them. You just need to do what we do well, and we'll win. Like, it, I, I'm not ready to panic yet, but if we lost to the Eagles, <laughs> then I'd be bloody yeah. Panicking. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I think that would be. If that's the case next week, it's it might be time to start hitting the panic button a little bit. Because, um, I mean, it's, it's Andy Reid's... It could be Andy Reid's 100th win as well, as a Chief. Yes. And it's against his former team. Yes. 
what an opportunity. I mean, go out, go, just go out and blow these guys up, blow these guys out. Just really, really put the hammer down against them. I, just, we, I think the, Chief, Chief Kingdom are dying to see it. We we need a, a big win to get some confidence back. That is that is an area of concern. So I was listening to the Yahoo podcast with Charles and Frank Schwab on uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, and they were talking about the Chiefs. And the Chiefs have failed to cover the spread in 11 of their last 12 games, which means they're not beating teams at the rate that the bookies think they should do. Yeah, They're, they're not doing as well as that. I'm just trying to see what the Chiefs... Chiefs are seven-point favourites. Um, yeah, so so we're we're not having those blowout wins. We're not dismissing teams um, like we have done in previous seasons. We're, um, we're just close. doing enough. Yeah, we're just yeah. doing enough to win. Yeah, that, I mean, that's been quite a common theme on Chiefs Twitter as well, talking about how close we've been keeping these games. Yeah. Because it has been it has been a trend recently. We have been just like not putting away our opponents and, and keeping it a lot closer than it needs to be. And I think it goes back to this just not executing, not not being us, not doing what our, this team knows they're capable of. Yeah. It's just been mistakes after mistakes and just silly errors that have been avoidable but have been costly. I'm looking forward to the Eagles. I think I think it's a it's a, a needed game. We needed a a lesser, a lesser opposition. Yeah, yeah. We need to set the reset button and 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 get some confidence back. I think if we came up against the Bills next week, or we came up against like a a strong opponent in Week Four, I think I would be sitting here saying, "God, I'm I'm worried," because because yeah. a loss a loss to a bigger another big opponent will just kill our momentum and just really. I think we lose a lot of confidence. I think we need to just write the ship a bit and just let's let's hope for a win. Let's let's get a win and let's get out of there comfortably and move on to the next one, which is which I think is Bills. It is, yeah, it is. At Buffalo on Monday uh, no, night. In football, Kansas City. Oh, it's in Kansas City, right. Yeah. On, is it Sunday night or Monday night? Uh, Sunday night. Right. So, yeah, a big, a big win here could could do us, do us more than just even up our record. It can help us have our confidence as well moving into... Uh, Moving into week four, and also well, the, we, the Broncos actually face an opponent in week four. I know um, Andy's a, a big fan of breaking down like the schedule into quarters. You can't do it now because of seventeen games. But let's say four game blocks to start with. Win this one, and we're two and two to start the season. Our next four games then: home to Buffalo, away at Washington, away at Tennessee, home to New York. What do you fancy out of the next four then? What do we need to be to get to kind of the midpoint of the season? Yeah. Because the next three games after that are Green Bay, Vegas and Dallas. Yeah, and we need to be on form for those games. We need to be in in a good position. I think just just performing well over, over that stretch, that middle of the season. Um, and finishing this games? quarter, right? So the should, beat, should beat Washington, should beat the Giants. yeah. yeah. Titans are they've been really poor this season. Yeah, they've not they've not been great, but then against they our, have our defense with Derek Henry and then what Derek Henry opens up for Ryan Tannehill in the in the play action with Julio Jones and, and AJ Brown. I think if they if their offense comes up against a, a a bad enough defense, 
they can really cause some problems because it, they, I think they could really expose bad defences. Although against the better defences, they've not been great because they can't get into their offence. If they can get into their rhythm and their offence, which I think they can against the Chiefs' defence, the way it's playing at the moment, I think they could really, really cause some problems. Because it's not only what Derek Henry can do, it's then what Ryan Tannehill can do off the back of it when you've got seven players in the box and, and like trying to stop Derek Henry or trying to drag themselves on Derek Henry, try and bring him to the ground. Yeah, Probably needs about eight guys. And... Yeah, and that's and that's what Ryan Tannehill does best. I mean, I don't think well, he's particularly what, that's, great. That's like the Browns. It's like the Browns with decent receivers. Yeah, essentially, and possibly a possibly a slightly better quarterback. Tannehill slightly better than Baker Mayfield. Oh, I don't know. I I think I'd put Baker Mayfield above Tannehill at the moment. I don't think I'm I'm not a Tannehill fan. I'm not a not a big fan of Ryan Tannehill. I think he he's very very reliant on having the ground game going first to help him in play action. I think, I can't remember who said it on Twitter, but someone said on Twitter that play action quarterbacks aren't good quarterbacks. They're not, they're, they're scheme quarterbacks effectively. Yeah, yeah. You would Goff kind of. Yeah, then being able to establish an offense on your own without the needed help of already an established ground game. I think that's what makes a good quarterback, being able to be relied upon. And if you have to rely on something else to make your game work, I don't think that makes you a, very, a particularly good quarterback, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, understood. Yeah, yeah, I can get on board with that. Yeah, but yeah, I think if we can ride the ship, if we can steady up, and and not only against our opponents but also in the division. I mean, the Broncos coming up against the Ravens next uh, in Week Four, then the Steelers defense, and then the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, they've got a tough set of games, and I think after that, so they're okay, three and three after that. Then yeah, they they've got they've actually got a horrendous stretch of games. So they've got. Ravens, Steelers, Raiders, Browns, Washington, Cowboys. Ooh. I mean, they could be three and six by the end of yes. by the end of week nine. And then they've got that the Eagles, Chargers, Chiefs. They could be four and <laughs> eleven after going three yes. and zero. I mean, it's they've got some tough. I, th- I think they're they're going to be brought back down to earth, I think, over the next few weeks. And that should only help our confidence as well because seeing all these other divisional rivals do so well, uh, I think it's, it's made matters worse for, for us. Because I, I saw the playoff picture after week three and there were three teams in it from the AFC West and none of them were the Chiefs. <laughs> and going into the season, you never would have said that. You never would have thought that. And yet I saw it on NFL's Instagram, wherever I saw it on. It's just... It's just too early to be looking at that. No, I know, but I, it just interests me. I know, I know it absolutely means nothing because these teams just will, will just fizzle out and they'll probably look completely different. But I think it's fun. It's it's almost like fun more than it is like, oh my God, this is how it's panning out. I think it's just funny just looking at it and be like, wow, this team could really be, if it started now, like it's mental how much that would yeah. change by the end of the season sort of thing. Raiders charges on Monday night. Ooh. Is that this week? Yeah, week four. That'd be fun. I'm just looking at the Raiders schedule here. They've got the Chargers, the Bears, uh, Denver, Philly, New York Giants, then us. They've got a relatively comfortable-ish run of games. I just I can't see... escape until I get until it gets to about week twelve or week fourteen. I can't escape 
just history. I can't get it out of my head of just the Raiders just raging it. They'll just raider it up. They just raid. They just, oh, they always do it. They always end up going eight and eight after like a strong start. And people always yes. say at the beginning of the season that this is the year. This is when they're turning it around. And then they go. They, they're lucky to break even on the season. And then next year it's oh they could be serious this year. And then David Cast picks him as his Super Bowl pick. And then all this stuff happens in the first few weeks, and they think they're real. And then. And then they're not. Yeah, so until I see it later in the season, I'm not buying into the Raiders at the moment. I can't oh, do it. They've been playing well. They have been playing well. Darren Ward has been playing really well. Derek Carr has been playing really well, which I've been surprised about. But they never keep it going. They never keep it up. They always find a way of, of, of slipping. And I think the reason why they've been doing so well is because their passing game has been, been working really well. And they've had a really good pass rush. And that's like a... a elite combo it's one of the most important combos in the nfl i think is like on how to win games is be able to pass the ball and be able to stop them pass the ball so has that superseded being able to run the ball and stop the run then because yeah that's i think so in today's nfl yeah 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 I, I think so at the moment i mean look at what's happened to the chiefs offense we we haven't been able to stop well the, the offense and defense then we haven't been able to stop the the opponent's pass game and we've made too many stakes in our passing game i.e. the interceptions and the fumbles, where we haven't been able to get our passing game going. And we haven't been able to put points on the board. So it's, it's, it's beaten us a few, like twice already this season. And, the, and when we lose control of the game and, and the other teams got the tempo, we came close to losing it in week one as well. So Yeah, very close. I think it's, it's almost like a, a dream combination to have if you're an NFL team. Yes, I think you're right. And the Raiders have got it at the moment. Max Crosby's, Max Crosby's playing really well. Yes. And Derek Carr's playing well. But then it's just how long does it last? That's, that's my only concern. So, we'll see. Half the season. Yeah, yeah. No, Until the players, nine. whatever week we play them, and then they'll capitulate after that. Yeah. I think one saving grace about the 17-game season is that no team can go 8-8. <laughs> eight and eight. You're either good or you're bad. You're either a winner or you're a loser. Do you know, there's no like yes, mediocre yeah. seasons. Like You've either got a winning record or a losing record. I didn't like I the teams were an eight and eight because I didn't feel like it really proved anything. It was just okay, they're just slap bang in the middle. Like I like how they either have to be positive or negative. Um, just talking to the Raiders there, um, my trade off for not going to Newcastle at the weekend was that I would go over for a game this season, and I um, looking at I was looking at flights this evening for mid December when we play at home to the Raiders on the twelfth of December. Because I think that is going to be a humongous game at yeah, that stage of the yeah. season. Oh yeah, yeah. That be if if there's any game that I would want to go to this season, that is it's got to be up there as as one of the top ones, if not the top one. I can't think of a a game Mate, that got, I'd rather go to. We've got the Packers to. on Ooh, the seventh yeah. of November. Yeah, we've got the Cowboys on the twenty first, mm. and we've got the Raiders on the twelfth of December. Yeah, that's a, that is a good job. That's a, like, I was a looking, fun I was looking at the three of those going, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think the Bills game is quite big as well. I think in terms of like entertainment, I think Packers, Raiders and Bills uh, would be the funnest to go to, especially because the Bills is is Sunday Night Football as well. I'm, yes. I'm not... I think it'll be a fun game against the Cowboys, but I'm not all in on the Cowboys yet. I think they're a fun team to watch, but I'm, I would be more excited about the other games and just the divisional, divisional aspect for the Raiders... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Though. And also, the, we missed out on seeing Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, because of Patrick Mahomes' injury. So, yes. 
seeing Patrick Holmes, Aaron Rodgers would be incredible. But then that's in the, Green Bay. The only thing, about, no, it's in. Oh no, it's not. Oh no, it's not. You're right. Yeah, it is. It's in Kansas City. The only thing about that is that the the US are lifting the travel ban for Europeans at in early November is the uh, in inverted commas phrase of used. Right. But they haven't said when. Like, I mean, is early November the first November? Is it the eighth or ninth of November? So the the Packers game on the seventh, you can yeah, put flights with it. any degree of confidence that yeah. the travel ban was lifted. By yeah, then. but I think the Raiders would December, be the most uh, would be the safest and like safe to exciting. Yeah, ratio. That should, be, that should be a really good game. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be so much fun. And both Raiders games are in two within two weeks of each other as well. Uh, yeah, 15, Raiders, Cowboys, there's... Broncos, Raiders. Yes, Raiders again. And we have three divisional games in a row. Broncos at home, Raiders oh, yeah. at home, Chargers away. That, yeah, that's, that's make or break time, that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, we do have an interesting season coming up. And that's why this Eagles game is so important. Bring it back to yeah, the top of the week. You need to win the games, four. you should be winning. Win that game, let's get back on track. And let's just have some fun with it. Let's just get back to what we love doing. Because it's... It's been fun watching the offense and watching the team play, but it's not been as fun as it used to be. Let's have some more fun, shall we? Yes, I, I, I'm all in favour of having more fun. Yeah, <laughs> and that's all that matters. As long as we have fun, no, I'm joking. Winning, winning's all that matters. We have to win yeah. everything. You have to win. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I think, I think it'll be a fun game. I think, I think we should be able to sling it around a bit and and get back to form. I think, I think it's much needed for this team. Yes. Fourth, fourth in the AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs. Seems weird saying that. Um, yeah. Score prediction. I think. I think we'll cover the spread. I think. I think we'll, we'll beat them by more than seven. I think it might be about a nine-point victory, ten-point victory. Um, about thirty-one, twenty-one, week. somewhere in that Bob. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. I reckon we'll, we'll, I reckon we'll score forty, uh, thirty on them. I think it, it could be thirty-four, twenty-four. 34, yeah, 26, around that range. Um, I think I think Jalen Hurts will, will sling it, though. I think he'll be he'll be playing well because he's, he's, he's exciting. He's, he's not a mate. He's not blown anyone away yet, but he's quite exciting to watch. And I think it'll be a fun game to watch against the Chiefs defense with, with Mahomes, just, hopefully. The skill positions for them don't impress me at all. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there, there are some question marks for sure. Um but that's why I think the Chiefs will eventually come out on top. I just think it'll be exciting. I think it'll be fun watching these two guys go up against each other. Yeah. What about you? What do you what's your score question? Um, yeah, I think 31-21, 34-24, one or the other of those two. And yeah. I think we'll be, we'll be there or thereabouts. Yeah, um, we think alike. Yeah, I think it ought to be a comfortable win. Yeah, yeah. It ought to be. That's, yeah, I say a bit of a lump in my throat. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's just win. <laughs> it's all yes. that matters. Just win, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> wrong crowd, wrong crowd. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's hope we're in better moods next week then for the uh, for the next next podcast. Yes. Slightly <laughs> less doom and gloom and slightly yeah. more, well, that's more like it kind of stuff. Yeah. All right, no well. To panic. Yeah, yeah. Let's save for next week when we lose. Yeah. 
Right, I think that'll just about do it for this week. Um, thanks so. again for tuning in. Thanks for joining me, Neil. Thank you. Uh, and from one kingdom to another, we'll see you on the next one.